Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. And a very, very special hello to a very, very special place, Georgia. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be back in this magnificent state with thousands of hardworking, God-fearing, freedom-loving American patriots. And we're going to take back our country from these lunatics. Inflation is skyrocketing. Unemployment is rising at a level that nobody can believe. Main streets are being boarded up. Murders are through the roof. You look at what's happening in these Democrat-run cities. Violent gangs are drugged out. Vagrants are taking over our big cities, our once great cities. Corruption is rampant. The senior ranks of our military have been politicized. Our leaders are issuing unconstitutional executive mandates. And our country is being turned into a migrant camp. Other than that, how are things going? It's really not even believable what's going on, but it's going on nevertheless. Which, and by the way, we never forget 2020, just in case you have any question. We're not forgetting 2020. Most corrupt election in the history of our country. Most corrupt election in the history of most countries. Tens of thousands of illegal immigrants have overrun our borders in recent days while laughing in the faces of our Border Patrol agents. They're emptying their prisons into our country. They're emptying their prisons into our country. We're having people coming into our country that we do not want. Now Joe Biden has thrown the border wide open, and our country is being invaded by hundreds of thousands of people every single month. Month. Every month, we have hundreds of thousands of people coming. And we don't even see the people that are really coming in. I guarantee you, they're the worst of all. This is an invasion. They have contracts to build the wall, finish the wall. They said terminate. Let's terminate. First day, we're going to terminate. And now the contracts are going to get more money for not building than they ever got for building, you got some contractors over here. They're laughing because they know exactly what I'm saying, don't you? That guy with the beautiful jacket on. Come here, let me look at him. Look at that beautiful. Stand up in the chair. Stand up in that chair. Help him. Look at this guy. Right? It's a good. He's been. How many rallies have you been to? Oh boy, he's a and he's a great guy and a great patriot. And you know, when he takes that back off, he goes into a shirt and he probably goes back to his accounting office. But we love you. You're great. And we appreciate your support. Really great. We appreciate it. Great guy. Great guy. But even sleepy-eyed Chuck Todd of NBC News was recently forced to admit that Biden's open borders and his policies are acting as a magnet, attracting illegal aliens from all over the planet. 
We're just letting them just walk right in. And your own senator, Raphael Warnock, has not uttered a single solitary word of criticism because he's a Marxist controlled by the radical left Democrats who don't believe in borders and they don't believe in a nation and they don't believe in our nation. I don't believe they believe in our nation. Next year, Warnock and every single one of these far left lunatics must be routinely and resoundingly and decisively defeated. They have to be defeated. You're not going to have a country left. Socialist Democrats have been relentlessly pushing the demented lie that their political opponents are the number one threat. Think of it, the number one threat to national security. They call them the Trump people. You know what that is? That's 75 million people, but it's really much more than that. Much, much more than that. And that's the largest vote by far ever gotten by a sitting president. No president has ever come close to it. And most presidents go down in the second term. Even if they win, they go down. Obama went down, way down. But he won. Well, I don't know. Maybe he won. Who the hell knows if he won? Nowadays, with these elections, who knows if he won? But he went down a lot, and he won. Most of them go down. Some of them go up. But if they go up, they don't go up much. We went up by 12 million votes. I was told, sir, a great pollster, so we got 63 million. He said, sir, if you go up 1 million votes, you can't lose. Well, we went up 12 million votes, and they say we lost. You know there never has been a concession. You do know that, right? You do know that. You know, when Stacey Abrams says, I'm not going to concede, it's okay. No. When Stacey Abrams says, I'm not going to concede, that's okay. No problem. Oh, she's not going to concede. She's not going to concede. Of course, having her, I think, might be better than having your existing governor, if you want to know that. Might, might very well be better. But when she says that, no problem. When crooked Hillary Clinton says, don't ever concede, but she conceded. Of course, I got her at 3 o'clock in the morning. There was something going on there. But she conceded. Uh, she probably regrets it. But I never conceded because I saw what was happening, and I can't do it. I can't do it. Because I have a commitment to you, and I can't do it. And honestly, it would have been a lot easier for me if I did like every politician. Uh, I'd like to congratulate Sleepy Joe on running a brilliant race from the basement. Somebody ran a good race. We don't know who the hell it was. It was, it was somebody ran a good race. But the fact is that uh, we ran a great race. A major media group came and they interviewed me two weeks ago. They go, sir, what was the difference between 2016 and 2020? They meant that like as a negative question. I said, well, let me tell you the difference. We did much better in 2020 than we did in 2016. We did much better. The rallies were bigger. They were more enthusiastic. We, we did much, much better. We got 12 million more votes. I mean, we went from 63 to 75 million. So I said, and, and the person said, you know, I never thought of that. I never, he wasn't that bad. He was radical left, but he wasn't that bad. But he did say, 
I followed your campaign. It was the most incredible campaign I've ever witnessed. Where, where you would get up and do three, four, and five of these rallies a day, and you did that for 30 days before the election. He said, I've never seen anything like that. And he said, there has never been anything like that in the history of politics in this country and probably in the history of politics in the world. There's never been a movement like this. I said, are you going to write that? He said, probably not. He said, probably not. And, and the reason not is his bosses probably wouldn't let him write that. But there has never been a movement like, a MAGA movement like this. There's never been anything like this. Never been anything. In Afghanistan, he humiliated our nation with the most appalling display of incompetence by an American president in history. Thirteen great young warriors were murdered and many injured, and a total of 170 people were killed, with many very, very badly wounded. In their memory tonight, we have 13 empty seats of honor right here in the front row. Our hearts go out to the families of every service member that we have lost. And I've spoken to a lot of them, and these are great, great people. Thank you. And we're also honored to be joined by one of the Marines who bravely served in Kabul during the withdrawal and helped evacuate children over the airport, Lance Corporal Hunter Ian Clark. Lance Corporal, come up here. Come up here. Hey, my name's uh, Lance Corporal Hunter Clark. I'm here from uh, Warner Robins, Georgia. I am the guy that uh, pulled the baby over the wall, and it's definitely probably one of the greatest things I've ever done in my entire life. Yeah. I just want to thank all the support from all y'all. It really means a lot. And uh, I'm glad to be home now today. Thank you. Thank you, Hunter, very much. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hey, you know, Perry Georgia did a good job. They did a good job. You grow them well in Perry, Georgia. Biden surrendered our forts and air base in Bagram. You know, we were going to keep the air base because it's right, right next to China. We had this big, beautiful air base that cost billions of dollars to build. And we were gone. We didn't even turn out the lights. And one day we were gone. And you know who's looking at it now and who's all over it? China! And he abandoned hundreds of American citizens in enemy-occupied territory, and the press is trying to play the whole situation down like it never took place because they are among the most corrupt people in this country. You don't even see it anymore about Afghanistan. They don't talk about it. They don't talk about it, but I will. The people we're dealing with are evil and angry and destroying our country. And they want to go after me because I have, they think, a big mouth. I don't have a big mouth. You know what I have? I have a mouth that tells the truth. I have a mouth that wants to save our country. Now Biden is bringing into the United States tens of thousands of unvetted, unscreened Afghan nationals who never worked with the Americans before. 
including those with child brides. They have a child bride, 13, 14 years old. And we're going to resettle them, I guess, with the child bride. Are they doing that? With the child bride. In just the last few days, one Afghan national arriving in our country has been charged with sexually assaulting a child, another with strangling and beating his wife. And in New Mexico, a great, great place, by the way, a group of male Afghan evacuees reportedly ganged up on a female American service member and brutally assaulted her. He's doing nothing to hold the Chinese Communist Party accountable for unleashing the virus upon the world. Biden did not even say the word China in his UN speech because he's too compromised to take them on. This is what happens when you have a dishonest election. This is all about a rigged election. None of these disasters ever should have been allowed to happen. Last week, it was painstakingly revealed by Durham. You know Durham, the Durham report. We've been waiting. Thank you. Thank you, Durham. Thank you. Mr. Durham, we've been waiting, but he came out with a big one, and perhaps they're going to come out with a lot more, because this should be just the beginning. The Durham investigators that the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax was indeed a total scam made up by crooked Hillary Clinton and the Democrats. How would you like to have her as your wife? No, but think of this. I mean, Bill Clinton, he's living in fear. He's living in fear. No, think about an evil mind like that, to make up a Russia hoax. We went through three years of hell battling this fake charge that was only allowed to happen because the media was complicit, as they always are for the Democrats. And it was totally criminal what took place. And I think you'll be seeing a lot of things about it. But this, in other words, it is officially now a hoax. Most of you knew that from the beginning. And you'd see this guy shifty shift, Adam shifty shift. Uh, President Trump is a paid worker for Russia. I said, what the hell do I have to do with Russia? Adam shifty shift, and now he's doing it again. The same guy, the same face, that same watermelon-shaped face. You know, he wanted to be a part of the administration. They didn't want to put him in. I, can't, I give my credit to Biden on that one. He's very, very disappointed about that. But the same guy that would get up at a microphone and say, President Trump's son is involved with Russia. I'd call, Don, do you have anything to do with Russia? He didn't know what the hell I was talking about. He thought I was crazy. Eric, and these are good kids. They work their asses off for the country. I want to tell you. What a shame. For three years, we went through it. And now it's revealed that it was a total hoax. We knew it anyway, but now it's official. They said it's criminal. And it was paid for by the Democrats and paid for by Hillary Clinton and some others. The big Steele dossier, remember Steele? That was written, turned out to be a total fake document. They made up all the stories. Thank goodness, because there were a couple in there that I didn't like. And the lawyers for the Democrat Party, Michael Sussman, he was, he was just fired and arrested for what he did. And you have another one, Mark Elias. He's no longer with Perkins Coie, which is the big law firm that the Democrats 
I guess they probably got him the hell out of there because it was getting too hot. It's a disgrace. And let me tell you something. Just like they tried on the 2016 election with a totally fabricated con job, what they did in 2020 was far worse, far worse, and much more sophisticated, more highly sophisticated. They worked on this for four years, and we were given a few weeks to find out what they did. We knew it was fake. We knew what they were doing, but we were given a very small part of time. We didn't get any help from Mitch McConnell. We didn't get any help from that guy. They attacked and cheated on our elections, and they did it right here in Georgia also, right here in Georgia. And your rhino governor, Brian Kemp, who's been a complete disaster on election integrity, a complete and total, and I'm not looking to say that. I'm not looking to say that. He's been a complete and total disaster on election integrity. If you go in with a complaint about election integrity, you get investigated instead of investigating a crooked election. It's the craziest. Yeah, actually, it was very interesting. I called uh, my people. I said, you know, we got to find out what happened with this election because there's something wrong with this election, as you obviously know, and has been covered by other than the fake news has been covered pretty, pretty good. But if these guys would come back, young guys, sir, uh, we spoke to Governor Kemp. Sir, he will not do anything on election integrity. I said, no, you can't. Don't just call him again. No, I mean, now maybe he never got the message. They come back the next day, sir, Governor Kemp won't do anything on election integrity. Remember, we wanted to call a special election so that we could go, Marjorie, so we could go into election integrity. What is wrong with that? And he said, no, we won't. And I think the governor is the only one that can call it, right? And he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. So when these guys, they're young and nice guys, they came back, they said, he won't do it, sir. I said, let me handle it. This is easy. You know, I got this guy elected. One thing has nothing to do with the other. One thing has nothing. There's no quid pro quo. You remember that word from the fake Ukraine deal? The fake Ukraine, we had Russia, Russia, Russia. Ukraine, 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 they were both fake deals, okay? I got impeached twice on fake news. But I said to these young people, let me handle it. I was gonna show them how good I am. Let me handle it, I'll call them up. I said, Brian, listen, you know, you have a big election integrity problem in Georgia. I hope you can help us out and call a special election, and let's get to the bottom of it for the good of the country. Let's get to the bottom of it for the good of your state. Let's go, election integrity. What could be better than that? Sir, I'm sorry, I, I cannot do that. Whoa. I said, you cannot do that. And that's why, uh, let me tell you, this guy's a disaster. He's a disaster. They ignore, and, and you know, I just, he's been a real, a real horrible, I, I could have, Anybody else? You have another bad one, by the way. You have another bad one, Ducey in Arizona. He's another beauty. But not as bad as what you have here. Not as bad. They ignored monumental evidence of rampant fraud. We've all seen the video of ballots being pulled out from under the tables after kicking out all of the observers. Remember that? Based on a made-up story of, sir, there's a major water main break. Clean out, right? Water main break that never happened. Remember they said, water main break, everybody get out. And then the people came back in and they were stuffing, stuffing, stuffing. But supposedly caused 
the vote counting to be shut down for hours and hours so everyone was out except for these people that were on tape. In addition, Brian Kemp, Raffensperger, and your state leaders surrendered to Stacey Abrams. They totally surrendered to her. You know, I think he's afraid of Stacey Abrams. I don't understand that. They're looking at me for questioning the election. That'll be an interesting one. Let's go after Trump because he's questioning the election. You know what? If I won or lost, all I want is a fair election. That's all you want. But I have no doubt that we won and we won big. There are, listen to these numbers. These are Georgia numbers. And these come from the state, they told me. I said, are you sure these numbers are right? They said they're right, so let me apologize if they're not. But they are right. There are 10,000 300 individuals in Georgia who moved more than 30 days before the November election to a different county in Georgia but failed to re-register and vote in their current county of residence. That means their votes don't count, but the votes counted. There are 4,052 individuals who voted but whose names do not appear on the Georgia registered voter list. Oh, that's a little bit of a problem. There are 18,325 individuals in Georgia who voted whose addresses are recorded on the U.S. Postal Service as vacant. They're vacant. It's vacant. During the hand recount, falsified tally sheets were discovered showing unanimous votes, and votes counted exclusively for Joe Biden. Ballot images obtained through a public records request revealed duplicated votes, which included at least 3,000 390 extra votes for Joe Biden. In Fulton County, 100,000 tally sheets for mail-in ballots were missing for months following the election. Oh, gee, I wonder how that happened. Georgia officials also took $45 million from Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg to fund election-related activities. Well, they should be looking at that. What, what is that all about? Over 90% of this funding, they say, was for the no November election, was given to Democrat areas of the state and used to boost Democrat voter turnout. What's that all about? You know, they have a limit of like $5,200. He's given millions and millions of dollars to different states, not only Georgia. Among other things, that's for the famous drop boxes that you hear about where a vast percentage of the votes in the unlocked and unguarded boxes were for Biden. They were for Biden, even though we know who most of them were for. According to True the Vote, great group, at least 7% of the drop box vote was illegally trafficked. That's 92,000 votes in the Atlanta metropolitan area alone. That's 92,000. Remember, we're talking about little more than 11,000, 92,000. That's one of many categories. In addition, a new investigation by True the Vote, very respected group, alleges a gigantic illegal ballot harvesting operation involving large numbers of people throughout the state. With all of these discrepancies and criminal acts, Governor Kemp and Raffensperger and your attorney general, who unfortunately has not decided to get involved, other than looking at people that are questioning the votes, aren't interested in the people that committed the voter fraud. They're only interested in me and others because I bring voter fraud 
to the forefront in order to save our nation from corrupt elections and to make sure that this never, ever happens again. Never happens again. Even the Fulton County DA, district attorney, is after me. But no one is willing to give us the information we want in Fulton County. And, you know, Fulton County has a terrible reputation for voter corruption, probably among the worst in the country. They say I'm being aggressive, but you have to be aggressive to weed out this horrible election corruption. You have to be aggressive. In truth, they're not after me. They're after you. I just happened to be in the way. That's what's really happening. Yesterday, we also got the results of the Arizona audit, which, which were so disgracefully reported by those people right back there. And the headlines claiming that Biden won. That Biden won are fake news and a very big lie. You know, they like to you ever notice when they write about that, they would say, while the election results are a big lie, every reporter, it's like, it's like, it's just total misinformation. While they're totally unfounded, everything's unfounded, big lie, not correct. While Trump has no reason to say this, I mean, we get piles and piles of information, affidavits by the thousands and thousands. It's a disgrace. We won on the Arizona forensic audit yesterday at a level that you wouldn't believe. And I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read off for you. I'm going to read off for you their results right from their page. These are very talented people, yet it's so difficult because The Washington Post, The New York Times, and virtually every mainstream media source, CNN, forget it, they're so dishonest. By the way, their ratings are down 81%. Would you see this? And likewise, CNBC, and likewise, those crooked newscasts. And by the way, Greg Gutfeld is number one in the evening now, and he's on cable. And he's great. But he's number one. He's beating because people, they're not funny. These people aren't funny. They, frankly, I think they're sick. There's nothing funny about it. But we have, you have a cable person beating all these guys with all that money. I hope Fox is going to pay Greg what they're making. Add it up together. That's what I did on The Apprentice. I said, I have higher ratings than all these big stars on The Apprentice. I said to NBC at the time, they loved me so much during The Apprentice. They went bad. Well, they didn't want me to run. They didn't want me to run. They said, please, another three years, another five, we'll do whatever. They did not want me to run. They said, you won't win. Why would you give up a primetime show that's doing so well? And then I did it, and look what happened. My life was so simple. My life was so simple, I should have just, but you know what? What we've done is so important. What we've exposed is so important. What we're doing and what we're going to do is going to be the most important of all. Okay? But they had headlines that Biden wins in Arizona when they know it's not true. He didn't win in Arizona. He lost in Arizona based on the forensic audit. And some people say, and, and I understand this, and I have great, great friends that really want what's best for us. 
They say, sir, you're leading in every poll by numbers like nobody's ever seen before. Think to the future, not to the past. And I say, if we don't think about the past, you'll never win again in the future because it's all rigged. It's all rigged. I understand what they're saying, but it's all rigged. And it's a massive disinformation campaign by the corrupt and very fake media. It's a disinformation. So here's what they say. Here's what they say. You ready? This is from the report. How do we look up there? Okay, not bad. It's a That's a nice screen. Who the hell else gives you a screen like that? Who else? So here's from the report, okay? This is from the forensic audit by very respected people. And it was a very, very conservatively done report. It's much worse than this. The astounding findings include, ready? 23,344 mail-in ballots were counted despite the person no longer living in that address. Oh, that's good. So they, they mailed in, but there's nobody living there, 23,000. The entire margin in the state was only 10,457 votes. So remember this, because each one of these categories are more than you need. More than you need. So you have 10,000, a little over 10,000 votes that I, quote, lost by. But all these things happened. There were 17,000 322 duplicate ballots, which renowned computer scientist Dr. Shiva identified as having surged right after the election it was over. Between November 4th and November 9th, scores of mail-in ballot duplicates emerged. Duplicates, you know what a duplicate is, right? Oh, how did that happen? 96% of the ballots that came in on two of these days were duplicates. There were 2,000 382 votes who voted in person, even though they had moved out of the county. Oh. 2,081 voters had moved out of the state. They're not allowed to vote, but they voted anyway. 5,047 people, remember, a little over 10,000. 11, think of that. I mean, just give that a little thought. Every one of these numbers, 5,047 people voted in more than one county resulting in up to 5,295 what they call overvotes. It's an overvote. In other words, you know, you're supposed to vote in one county, not two. How many people voted in three or four, I wonder? There were at least 282 dead people who happened to vote. Maricopa County's official canvas recorded 3,432 more ballots cast than people they recorded as having cast a vote. That's tough, right? 277 precincts have more ballot cast than people. So they have more ballots cast than they have people, resulting in at least 1,551 excess votes. 9,041 mail-in votes and voters. Well, just to be exact, you know what? We have to get this exactly accurate because the fake news will say, he said votes instead of voters. 9,041 mail-in voters returned more ballots than they were sent. Oh, that's interesting. How does that happen? And then this is from a canvassing report that was done by a very respected group. 255,326. Remember, you're talking about a little over 10,000 votes. 
255,326 early votes do not have a corresponding record in the county's voter file. Oh, that's interesting. And 284,412 ballots and ballot images were, quote, corrupt or missing. This is from their report. I didn't write this report. This is findings. They call it findings. And then the fake news said that I lost. We lost by a little over 10,000. Hundreds of thousands of votes we're talking about. All of this was found without being given access to the routers, which county officials ruthlessly withheld. They didn't want to give those routers under any circumstances. They had to be fought all the way. The county, the people that run the county, they, they fought us every, not me. They fought the Senate. They fought the Senate of Arizona. And the Governor Ducey was horrible. He was missing in action. He was actually against it. Nonetheless, the auditors discovered that millions of election-related files were deleted during and after the election in violation of federal law, including a purge of the election management system. That's a quote, election management system software the day before the audit began. So the audit's going to now begin. They went to court, the same guy that I guess got fired. Something happened to him, Elias. He went to court. They sent in 107 lawyers to fight us on this, to fight the people, to fight the Senate. 107. Oh, she said 170. That could be right. All these lawyers, they just emerged one day in Arizona all the court cases, and the Senate hung in and they won. In addition, in another effort led by Patriot Liz Harris, the Maricopa County canvassing results for Arizona were just published. Where is Liz Harris here? No way. Why do you like Liz Harris so? How, what the hell do you know about Liz? Huh? She's a patriot. Biden supposedly won the state of Arizona by 10,457 roads. Yet, the report shows 173,104 lost votes and 96,389 ghost votes. You know what a ghost vote is, right? Where is it? Where is it? Harris stated that a conservative estimate of votes impacted was 299,493. It is estimated that 173,104 voters had their votes stolen. Look at those lights going out over there. Oh, my God. The lights, I'm telling you, the television lights are going out. This is the most interesting part of the speech. The rest of my speech you've sort of heard before, right? Regarding ghost votes, Maricopa County recorded an estimated 96,000 mail-in votes that could not have been physically cast by the voter that the vote was registered to could not have been done by the voter that it was registered to. 96,000, that's nine times more than I need right there. That's just one little category. And the media aren't reporting this stuff. They're saying that the election results are fine. It's, it's going, it's just not acceptable. Just like they don't want to talk about Afghanistan, or Hunter Biden's corruption. That's the other thing that came out today. You see that? 
They delayed the Hunter Biden corruption because they didn't want it to hurt Joe Biden's chances of election. And look what happened with Joe Biden as your president. Our country has gone to hell. Remember, I used to say we will not become Venezuela. This is what's happening. No, this is what's happening. You take a look at Venezuela. They can't get water. They can't get anything. They're living in hell. We will not be a socialist country. How many times have I said it? This will not be Venezuela. This is going to be Venezuela very soon. If they keep going the way they're going. And it, this is all done in a period of less than nine months. Think of it. This destruction of our border, all of the destruction, our military in retreat. We've never had a military retreated before. We're, I mean, why would you leave 83 or $85 billion worth of equipment? Why would you leave brand new Black Hawk helicopters, the greatest machine? Why would you leave millions and millions? Why, as an example, there was no reason we had it so under control. Millie said to me one time, I'll never forget it, Sir, it's more expensive. It's more expensive, sir to take the equipment, then to leave it. I said, really? You mean you have a $10 million tank? You put it on a plane, and that's more expensive than leaving it? He said, it's more expensive. And I never forgot that statement, because that's probably the first time I realized that he was stupid. <laughs> but you know what I did say? I said, so we have brand new aircraft just out of the factory, and it's sitting on the runways, and our soldiers are fleeing and surrendering to guys with knives. Good fighters, by the way, but guys with knives. They flee. I said, why wouldn't you have brought in 200 pilots? 200, we have the best pilots in the world. We have the best soldiers in the world. We have the best military in the world. I rebuilt the military. Space Force, don't forget Space Force. I rebuilt. So why wouldn't you bring over real fast? First of all, you shouldn't have left anything behind. So I don't even like this idea. But assuming they really wanted to leave it behind because they're stupid. Why wouldn't you bring over 200 pilots? Just take the planes and fly them to Pakistan. And then you bring them over or fly them to some other country of which we give them all so much money that they all treat us well, okay? You know, we, we get ripped off by everybody. But why wouldn't you fly the planes out? Instead, they leave the planes. And then they said, because they were so embarrassed, because they probably didn't even know what they were doing. They had no idea what they were doing. They said, no, well, uh, we disabled it. You know what they did? They let the air out of a couple of tires of one plane. They didn't disable anything. These guys have the best equipment anywhere in the world. They're probably the best armed soldiers and equipped soldiers in the world. They have goggles, the likes of which nobody, the goggles, the night goggles, they call them. I can see at night better than I can at 12 o'clock in the afternoon with the sun. That's how good they are. Better than our soldiers have the latest models. And they have thousands and thousands. They have hundreds of thousands of rifles and weapons and machine guns. Hundreds of... We left it there. And there was no reason to leave it there. As a result of the Arizona Forensic Audit, 41 legislators from across the nation wrote an open letter to the American people calling for audits in all 50 states and decertification of the election where appropriate. A total decertification. It is clear in Arizona that they must decertify the election. You heard the numbers. And those responsible for wrongdoing must be held accountable. It was a corrupt election. And it's my opinion, by the way, that Georgia is far worse. 
And hopefully, the Arizona Attorney General, a good man, will do far more for his state than your Attorney General has done for your state. Because your Attorney General has not done what he's supposed to be doing. And what he's supposed to be doing is free and clear and non-corrupt elections. And they're not doing that. I rebuilt the military, and now look what happens. They're giving it away to the enemy to think 28 Apache helicopters, you don't know. I hate to use the term, but it's considered, I didn't want to use it before. I said machine, but it's considered the most incredible killing machine. That's a horrible term, right? But it's the most incredible killing machine. When a tank sees an Apache helicopter over the horizon, lifting up, you know what happens to that tank operator? He gets the hell out of there because he doesn't have a chance. They hit him with a missile right down the middle of the gun. They hit him with a missile right down that barrel. They go boom. That goes right in from five, six, seven miles away. The tank shoots at him and it's going like this and they're waving hello, goodbye, bye, bing, 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 bing. They take out a lot of them at a time. They got brand new ones. They got to learn to fly them, but they will. They will. The Chinese will teach him, the Russians will teach him. Nobody understands the disaster of the lack of election integrity like the people of Georgia. And now is our hour to take it back. We've got incredible leadership from President Trump, and we need this kind of leadership again. Mr. President, thank you for your endorsement for me in running for Secretary of State, the greatest president in our lifetime, a greatest fighter of our lifetime. God bless you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Jody. He's a great man, great, great gentleman. Don't y'all love this man? I just want to thank you, Mr. President, for all your hard work to continue to fight for this country, fight for our state. Thank you so much for uh, endorsement. And uh, I can assure you, if I'd been our lieutenant governor, we would have gotten to the bottom of this thing. So, so thank you very much. And uh, thank you very much. And good, God bless. Thank you very much, brother. Great guy. Thank you, Georgia, for welcoming our great president, the greatest president. I call him the people's president. So thank you, guys. Thank you, Hershey. Great, Hershey. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Very smart. They don't like to say that, do they? Huh? They know she is smart as hell. She knows what's going on. She knows what's going on. Thank you, Marjorie, and you are loved. You are loved all over the country, I will tell you that. But we have people, and uh, Ashley Babbitt, who was killed, she was the person that was killed during that day, that lousy day, that horrible day, but they killed Ashley Babbitt, and there was no reason to kill Ashley Babbitt, no reason whatsoever. So our hearts are with that group, and uh, hopefully that's going to all work out. I think in the end it's going to all work out. It's very, it's a very, very unfair, very, very unfair situation. When you see them burning down our cities like Portland and St. Louis, and I could name city after city, Seattle, they take over Seattle, people get killed, nothing happens to them. And then you see what happened in Washington, D.C., it's a disgrace. But Joe Biden is obliterating, he's just obliterating hard-won success. And it didn't work out too good 
And shortages are becoming widespread for all products. Anybody having trouble getting products? Everybody, probably. Meanwhile, Biden and congressional Democrats are pushing the largest tax increase in the history of our country. We can't let that happen. Freedom. Vote for Republicans. Biden and the extreme left are also using every lever of the federal government to impose woke nonsense on every facet of American life, pushing toxic, critical race theory into our children's classrooms and even into our military. And male athletes are now being allowed to participate in women's sports. How's that working out? Did you see the recent weightlifting contest? How did that work out? They're fighting for years and years, over two ounces. Two ounces more. I want to get two ounces more. This guy comes along. Bing, bing. And he wasn't even a weightlifter, right? So, you know, it's so crazy. And it's so unfair to women. They fought so hard to get in this position. The Democrats, epic failures. They are having epic failures. The vice chair of the unselect committee is Liz Cheney. Our country's embarrassed. The whole world is laughing at us. But is there any place better to be than a Trump rally? Right? Anything. Right? The extreme left will stop at nothing to destroy the America we love and the American dream. But with all of you in Georgia and conservative patriots all across the nation, we will end their reign of radicalism in Washington, D.C. forever. Made in the USA. You don't hear that too much. We better move fast because that'll end also like everything else. George Washington's name is now under attack. We don't know what he's done, but it must be terrible. We will restore patriotic education for our schools, and we will teach our children to love their country, honor our history, and to always respect our great American flag. Our country is up against some of the most sinister forces and entrenched interest that anyone has ever seen. But no matter how big or powerful they may appear, you must never forget, this nation does not belong to them, them, them. This nation belongs to you, belongs to you. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never back down. We will never, ever surrender. Because the fact is, we are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. So with love of our nation swelling in our hearts and the spirit of America stirring in our souls, I say these words to you tonight. We will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you, Georgia. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you.